Start your grinning and drop your linen. It's Thursday. <laughs> what? You heard me. All right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for another Mind Gap episode. Oh, I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And boy, we missed you. And Justin really liked that intro. I really did. I, I was one I was not. I experienced that for the first time with all of you. Yep. I had that locked and loaded, ready to go. I'm very happy about so that. so excited. Uh, we're excited to be here with you on this Thursday, but first of all, we want to give thanks and praise to Elephant and Castle. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, Elephant and Castle is 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. They are a fantastic place. Uh, they have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m., and they have things like snack and share, mm. where items that are $11 or less are half price. I'm in. Uh, you've got domestic droughts, so Bud Light, Coors Light, or Shot Top. What says droughts here? Uh, Shock Top, San Adams, and uh, San Adams Rotator. It's all four bucks. Mm. Uh, and you got house wines, six ounces of uh, Camelot, Pinot Grigio, and Cabernet for four dollars. So that's a sweet, happy hour. I'm gonna say this: yum, fucking yum. Yum, 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 dummy, dum. How many cookies today? That's from Sesame Street. Uh, they also have daily specials, uh, one and done Mondays, where a Craig, a Craig, they have a Craig. Yeah, they have a by. Craig of drought, of drought have, beer. They have a Craig that comes by, and uh, he taps a keg right. at 5 p.m. And Cra- they pour, Craig taps the keg? Craig taps the keg, and he they basically pour it until it's gone. It's essentially a very special local craft beer that's in this keg, and each goddamn pint is three bucks. You can't beat that. Yes. Uh, so one and done Mondays. Check yes. them out. Tin up Tuesday. All tins are twenty five percent off. Justin, what's a tin? Well, a tin is the metal that actor Jack Haley's character was made of in The Wizard of Oz. There we go. It's also a can of beer. That's why you asked how you, how you pronounce Haley. Uh, wine down Wednesdays. Wine by the glass is a dollar off, and wine by the bottle is half price. Hey, let me tell you something. This coming from a guy who spent a week in Sonoma in wine country. I can tell you right now, that's a good deal. That's right. And that pretentiousness you just got is free. Locals only Thursday. We're select Chicago droughts. Are five and a half uh, five dollars? And a half, five and a half dollars. Five and a half. Tell you what. Five and a half of whatever you want five to put on the half, bar. You can put chairs. You can bring chickens. Right. What do you, you have? Want. What do you have hanging at around at your house? Do you have five and a half of five something half. that you don't want anymore? Yeah. Then give them to that, and they will give you a drought. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, for you brunch, brunch, brunchies, we have Saturday and Sundays uh, brunch, and they also have mimosas and Bloody Marys for five fucking dollars. Mm. And they have a really good food menu too. They do. I mean, they've got a veggie burger. Right. They've got some wonderful desserts, like an appleberry crisp. Sounds English. Highland bread pudding. Ah, it sounds very English or Scottish. Uh, oh, boy, look at this. Uh, truffle farm potato crisps. Ooh. Fried pickles, pretzel bites, sweet potato fries, chicken wings. It goes on and on. Oh, my God, guys. I'm not so legitimately good. hungry right now, so Seriously, all of that sounds really so, good. So good. So good. So come by, check it out. 185 North Wabash, Elephant and Castle. They're our friends. They should be your friends. We're all friends here. It's a friendly space. So this week was a fun week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about a several. Uh, we talk about the several different things. It's another one thing. It's a several. It's a several things. things. Many uh, things. More than two. Uh, so we talk about uh, dudes and hygiene. Right. About how y'all just need to step it up. Get it together. Get it together. Uh, we talk about. Um, uh, fuck. We do talk oh, about personal brand. We right. talk about personal branding. <laughs> Not fuck. Uh, and then we talk about uh, turds, also known as Justice League, uh, the movie. <laughs> Uh, so timely, guys. This timely. is timely. We finally got around to doing it uh, per my brother's request. And right. We thought, let's let's get this going. Doug and I had a uh, an embargo. We were not watching it, and then we finally watched it. We finally checked it out. So it's going to be a great episode. You're going to love it. But before we get you into it, we just want to take a moment, and we want to solicit something from you, and that is a review on iTunes. Please. Look, 
We love you guys. It makes us feel icky to ask this, but if you enjoy this and you're a regular, just take a couple minutes, just write a review on iTunes. It means the world to us because it really helps our podcast just go places. Right. So if you're enjoying this, just take a couple minutes, just write a review, leave some stars. We'll appreciate it. We'll love you forever. As insignificant as it as it legitimately does seem, it, we it, behind the scenes, on the back end of the stuff, it really does help move the podcast along and up the ranks. So it, sure it is a very big deal if you guys write a review and rate us on exactly. that. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You get on Yelp to take a look at a restaurant. If right. something has no reviews, but something else has like 50, which one are you going to go with? Exactly. You're going to go with one that has 50. So please just take a couple minutes, write a review on iTunes or any place where our uh, podcast is hosted. And I will challenge one more thing. Okay. If we're getting if we're getting into the icky soliciting, yeah. I'm going to do one more thing. And I'm going to challenge every listener to share our podcast with one person yes. who's never heard us before. Yes. That would do us one, wonders. Just one person. Yes. We would really appreciate that just so we can get it out there um, and, and share the love that is Mind Gap Podcast. So that being said, now that we go, we're going to go hop in the shower and Take care of all that ickiness. Enjoy this week's episode, you motherfuckers. Mind Gap Podcast. Don't need to relive what that. Yep, I don't need that. You don't need the. Nope. So you don't want me to do. Nope. Anymore. Nope. Because you know what? When I go. You know what that means? Yeah. Okay. It means that I'm pooping in my pants in rage. You're you're actually pooping your pants. I'm just right. No. Oh, don't do that. There's here's the thing. It's not beyond my realm. Of, it's not beyond my realm of reasoning. To truly believe you're doing it right now. I'm committed to the bit. Oh. Uh, shit. Yeah. Oh, Let's go again. <laughs> Purge my body Doug of just, all toxins. Doug just ate Panda Express. He's ready to go. We're gonna force. We're gonna force this out. It's not digested, but it's coming out. To <laughs> have that control over your bowels. Have, <laughs> do you, hey, what's your superpower? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I can just say and back up. Just l- let me know. I can tell you. I can poop whenever I want. And it doesn't have to be fully digested. I can just, you know, <laughs> fast go. pass it right out of here. <laughs> I <can> fast pass. <laughs> I'm going to fast pass this bitch right out of here. It's going to be sayonara. <laughs> um, oh, man. Fucking talk about fucking shit. Did right. you watch the Justice League? <laughs> You're like, fucking going to talk about fucking shit. Yeah. I want to revisit that. <laughs> you want to talk about, you want to revisit that? Yeah. Yeah. About what? the scat play. <laughs> Doug's jazz scatting. Not, not what you think it is. Playing with it, playing with Wrong it. Wrong kind of scat. Wrong kind of scat. Here comes the horn. <laughs> um, well, wait. Speaking of poop, though, you were you wanted to talk about hygiene. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so lay, lay 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 the hygiene uh, hijinks on me. So here's the thing. Um, I take the train pretty early in the morning. I catch the. Uh, the the 540 train mm-hmm. out of Downers Grove, and so you know I see a lot of people that are there. They're sleeping, whatever. It's tired. They're tired. I get it, no problem. But I've seen this guy for the last two weeks who gets on, and he's wearing like a t-shirt, shorts, sandals of some short sort, and then you can just tell that this guy is not showered. 
100%. He's got like... Like the, greasy hair and shit? He's got shit? the greasy hair. He's got bedhead. Okay. And I'm like, as an adult, you you owe the world a better, a better effort. Like, consecutive days, this guy's just obviously rolling out of bed, putting on shorts and t-shirt and sandals and riding the Metro train. Where do you think he's going? That's a fantastic question because if he's going to work, uh, I'm really curious as to what's going on. It's not like he has a gym bag where I'm like, okay, he might be working out. Sure. And then maybe showering from there. Like, I have no idea. <gasps> this guy, this dude's rolling with nothing in his hands. He's just got, he's, he's just, he's, he does just have him. a bat. He has a backpack, but it's just like a normal backpack. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so it can't be stuffed with like I, towels and toiletries no, and things like that. Unless he's got that <clears throat> stash somewhere where he works or something. But generally, sure. that's not the case. You think he's pulling a Don Draper and he's just got shirts in his drawer at work? Oh, God. But what are you going to do about that hair? Look, a long time ago, I had hair. And I remember like, Right, what well, I could pull off and what I couldn't. I'm when just I, saying, maybe he's, maybe he's going to. Oh wait, so you're saying if he did shower, and what's he doing with the hair? Is it long hair? No, it's not long hair. But is it I like can, my length. Yeah. Okay. It's about your length. Well, I mean, he's probably he could have some sort of like styling gel or something. Dude, the, styling gel is not going to take care of that. If he showers though, he's, that's what I'm saying. Is he hasn't showered? Right, but maybe he's going to the gym because mm-hmm. he's. You said he's got like. Does he have like athletic clothes on, no. like shorts? Well, or I mean, like, he's got like a t-shirt, like Tommy it's a, Bahama. It, it's. He's not wearing like a white linen shirt with a few buttons undone at the top or anything like that, and you know a puka he's, shell necklace. He's wearing he's wearing like a, just a regular t shirt. He's not wearing athletic shorts. He's usually he's wearing like sandals or flip flops. Like okay. I, I can't. I, I don't know, but I've seen this guy, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck, like, <laughs> like what the fuck, man, like you. Can't, when I see guys that have not like showered yeah. or have not like taken care of their hair. I'm like you, the, the hair thing seems to really be the hang up right now. Because the thing is, it's obvious. There's so many things I can do mm-hmm. where I'm like, you don't know if I've showered or not. In fact, you don't even have a question about it. But I see a guy like that. I'm like, put a fucking hat on. <laughs> like, there's so many things you can do to even at least attempt to hide it. And I'm not asking for much out of most human beings, but you got to put in the effort. Does it aggravate you because, and I mean this in a non-jokey way, does it aggravate you because he has hair? No. I, it aggravates me because he's not trying and he's a fucking adult. This okay. isn't like, hey, I'm 18 years old, whatever. This guy is like, got to be our age or right. older. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And I'm like, you, you've got to do better than that, man. Let me let me pose this question to you. Yeah. Do you think he's a performance artist and this is part of the piece? If this is his performance artist, like, I don't know what he's performing. Right. It makes you think. No. no. It's, it causes dialogue. Yeah, it causes dialogue. I want this guy to look at my bedhead every day and be like, wow. The Iraq War was a bad idea. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. You know, school shootings are a bad thing. Wow. Yeah. The grease in his hair is like the grime on American society. <clears throat> and all and and human lives are at stake. Wow. This has been beat poetry with Doug Cochran. It's deep thoughts and <laughs> realizations of a dude who won't take a fucking shower! Yeah, there's. Uh, I don't respect a man who doesn't shower. Do you feel the same way about the ladies? I can't really tell with ladies. Really, I can't really. There's definitely uh, certain well, I people I encounter during my day. Um, I'll be as vague as possible, so in case they listen to the podcast, they won't. Uh, Sorry, Justin's mom. <laughs> look, <laughs> Deb. It is what it is. I was gonna say, look, Janet. <laughs> look, look, Janet. <laughs> what was Ashlyn's? Uh, oh, I know. That's in the. That's in the. It's in the be- All right, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, we won't. Chill your tits, Donna. Chill your tits, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> 
jail, you're dead. So, uh, no, but there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, there's men and women that I come across in my <clears throat> every single day where I, I know when this person has gone a few days without, mm-hmm. without uh, grooming themselves. And it's it's blatant. It, it 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 is a little gross. Like I understand, like for health of hair, and mm-hmm. I've I've been told this by uh, like uh, hairstylists and stuff too that you shouldn't wash it with soap or with shampoo every single day, mm-hmm. and you got to give it the natural oils. Otherwise, are you good go for bald. It. Right, exactly. That's what happened to you. Mm-hmm. You compulsively washed your hair mm-hmm. at least eight times a day, eight days a week. Right, and then you went bald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's why you don't. Use shampoo anywhere else in your body or soap for that matter. And wouldn't you know it? It's just I'm water. a hairy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> but no, it, it is. Uh, I would. I would agree that I feel it's it's noticeable and it's like ugh. like because it's it definitely. Not, I get not one or two days maybe, mm-hmm. but you can tell when it's been much more than that. No, I have insanely oily hair, and so if I don't wash it every day, I I feel. And see, I guess that's to your point. Mm-hmm. I feel. Super gross. Mm-hmm. There has been I can count on one hand the number of days in my adult life that I have gone somewhere like to work or somewhere like super public, then mm-hmm. and I have not showered. Mm-hmm. I can count it on one hand, and because yeah. I I fucking hate the feeling. Yeah, absolutely loathe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because um, it, it <laughs> you talk about how many days you should wait to wash your hair. <laughs> yeah, uh, where where my office is positioned at work, um, it's a main drag of hallway and. Sometimes people will go and take personal calls or something in that hallway, and I hear a lot of like. Do you really detailed information about they know they they know there's offices there, right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know if they just assume my door's closed or what, but they I can, can hear see giant windows well, looking into the they offices, don't stand right in front of my office. But there's a hallway <laughs> the that sound borders, travels. and they'll literally be like on the other side of the wall, and I can hear everything they're saying, right? And I'm like, like people are calling about their doctors and shit. Like I hear a lot of. <laughs> Sensitive information, people chewing out like... Is this the hall, like, when you walk out of your office, you turn to the left, that hallway mm-hmm. there? Okay, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, someone's arguing about a student loan debt, and someone else is, like, yelling at their kids. Right. Like, you know, I'm just like, what the fuck? But one day I heard this girl, they're just walking by, you know, whatever, no big deal. And she's like, she goes, I wash my hair every seven days. I just kept walking. I was like, whoa, seven days? I would have, I would have burst out of that office just to be able to put a face to the... To the to that fact. Well, it was so funny because I was talking to my coworkers and I stopped dead and I go, "Did you just hear that?" They're like, "What?" I go, "She said she washes her hair every seven days." And they go, "Ugh." I'm like, "I know, right? You going for the Jack Sparrow look over there? Like, what are we doing? Like, good yeah. God, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so incredible. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just gross. I feel I have to. I have. I and that's one thing that Beth always gets. She always teases me about is mm. that I'm overly hygienic. Like uh-huh. I. <laughs> she'll all wake up and she's like, how does your breath never smell in the morning? And I was like, cause I'm very self-conscious yeah, of it. She's I like, brush my fucking teeth. it's me. Yeah. And I was like, right. I don't care if I get up to like pee in the middle of the night. I'm like, like gurgling. I'm, I'm washing it out. Cause I, I, I am a very weird with Why, that. Do you pee in your mouth or something? Yeah. Like, you don't? Uh, no. It's I called have, recycling. I, I don't have athlete's foot in my It's mouth. called being biodynamic, Doug. Biodynamic? Yeah. Is that what it's called? So that's what yeah. it's called. I learned it in, in Sonoma. Biodynamics? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I hear that's a good way to get rid of gingivitis is to piss in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. The ammonia, it just kills it. It just, wipes it right away. It just does it right away because then you vomit and then it's all taken care of. I'm not a dentist, Doug, but I'm relative. I, I spent a lot of time on Wikipedia. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> all right. I got, I'm going to table that for now because I, I saw something hilarious on my way over here. Okay. Um. Uh, but 
Um, the thing I was going to say is just that I, I expect so much more from adults, especially guys, because guys, when it comes to like fashion and most things, like we have very comfortable lives. Oh, yeah. There's not much <clears throat> we have to do. When it comes to like packing for the weekend, I'm done in a minute. Yes. I put in all my, and, Jill, and I, I don't even need to use a whole freaking duffel bag. I'm like, done. And Jill's like, ugh. And she has to get different, all this different stuff. And she's like, can I use yeah. your suitcase? I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to use about 25% of it. Fill her up. Like, whatever you want. Practical Doug's like, this should be full. Yeah, absolutely. Do what you need. Like, and, and so, like, because of that, and I recognize, like, oh, I need to take a shower. I'll be in and out in 10 minutes. Right. At most. Unless I have to shave my head and it takes a little bit longer. But Jill's like, all right, I'm going to take a shower. I'll see you in 30 minutes. You know, because she has to wash her yeah. hair and do all that sort of stuff, dry it. I would be together. very interested to see how long uh, it, the time saving if I was bald. I don't want to be bald. I'm going to put that out there right now. I'm not challenging the universe, but mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious to see what the time saving would be. Well, you don't have to wash your hair, so there's that. Right. So, you know, if you shave your, your head every other day like I do, you know, it will take you a little. I give myself an extra 10 minutes in the morning. Okay. Uh, you know, if I'm shaving my head that day, so yeah. I can shave my head and my face. <clears throat> now, do you use a straight razor? Or do you, or a safety razor rather, or yeah. do you use like a an electric? I use safety razor. Okay, I just like the cleaner cut. Yeah, and it seems to, it still lasts about every two days. Okay, uh, and then I start going mad. I've let it go recently, like four days. I'm like, I'm losing my mind. Is it's it really? Long. Does it itch? It just it feels too long. It doesn't feel right. I love a nice smooth. Like I shaved this morning, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. Let me feel it's it. Already, it's already starting to feel a little bit on the sides. Oh yeah, yeah it's so weird. It's skin. Oh, it's so good. It's so nice. Like, and there's nothing like a fresh shave. Like, yeah. a fresh shaved head. I'm like, all day, I'm like, yeah, baby. Woo, smooth. Just touch it. When I get oh. a haircut, it, when they when they trim the back, yeah. and it's that really short, oh. like, I'll sit there at night, and I'll just rub my hand over it. I'm like, ah, it feels so good. Yeah, that's short, the yeah. shit. It feels so good. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I look at guys that are just barely, like, I mean, they almost deserve an award for putting on clothes, <laughs> because that's how little they care. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I remember going to a conservatory audition at Second City, and I remember this guy walked in, and he looked like he threw on jeans that had just been at the bottom of his freaking hamper. Was like uh, they were just wrinkled, just wrinkled and gnarly. And they just looked gnarly, and I was like, dude, like this isn't like a black tie event or anything, <laughs> but Jesus, like put some effort into it. Because those are things that I think people realize. It's like you don't take care of yourself, right? Like, are, are you going to be? It, that's the very that is the very first thing that you do see. As much as people say, you know, you shouldn't judge people based off a of look. That is the it, in the most literal sense. That is the first criteria you have to judge someone off of. It's of course, how do you present yourself to the world? And I do think that a, for a lot of people. It is a. It's an important thing to judge someone by the looks. It's not what you should hang the entire judgment on. Yeah. But you absolutely do need to go. All right. How is this person presenting themselves? Like yeah. for you know my my day job, they said we've got clients coming in today. We've got a prospective mm-hmm. client coming in. They're like, please, you know, if you can stick away from like graphic tees and things of of the. Uh, I think my my boss uh, emailed our department. And he's like, Justin, leave your anime button downs at home. Ah. And he put a, you know, I have none of those, but it was mm-hmm. very funny. But to the point yeah. being, look nice tomorrow. Yeah. You know, act professional, look nice. Don't be gossiping in the hallway, et cetera, et cetera. So, because yeah. it, it's important. Pretend to be first, like you guys are, should be. Right. You know? Wash your hair. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't just put on flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, it's super important. There is a guy at work who will constantly wear, uh, year round, he will wear uh, orange Adidas flip-flops mm. and white tube socks pulled up at work yes dude yes 
Wow. And we, it it's, it's grosses all of us out. Wow. It skeeves. Is it skeeves us? It gives me the skeeves. It gives me the skeeves. Skeeves, 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 skeeves. Right. Skeeves. I don't like it. So, but again, that guy, I'm well, like, I don't, I judge you. Talk about personal brand. I'm too. not going to lie. I Do judge you. Do you think that guy is, is going places? <laughs> he hasn't in quite some time. <laughs> and this is going to sound really superficial, but I'm willing to bet a lot of it has to do with that. Yeah, it could. It very well Amongst could be, yeah. other things, but it's like... Well, plus the fact it doesn't do jack shit. But, I mean, regardless... I think it's it's part of the package. It's telling, yeah. The guy doesn't do shit. He doesn't... He, he wears flip-flops with fucking sandals. Sure, yeah. Like, do you think that guy's going to do shit? Probably not. And it's a, again, it's unfortunate to do that, but... If you lived in California, you might have a different... Because I, I think it can be regional, too. It could be, I think it can be... Because, yeah, there's a lot of people out, uh, you know, if, if, if the... Culture is a little bit more relaxed, Silicon mm-hmm. Valley, et cetera, et cetera, where you see people walking around with like, you know, like the leather flip, like a, like nice yeah. sandals, if you will. The Birkenstocks? The, not the Birkenstocks. No, I'm talking about like the thongs, the ones that go in between the big toe and the... There's no, mm, I don't call them thongs. You don't? I call them flip-flops. See, flip-flops to me are the ones that go over the... That go flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. <laughs> that go over the, the archery or the top of your foot. No, no, I've always... What do you thought, call those? Athletic those, sandals? Those are just sandals. Interesting. Yeah. Guys, welcome to Sandal Talk with well, Doug and let's Justin. Let's talk about the difference between thongs. Because um, <laughs> I heard that when I was growing up. Oh, those are thongs. Then all of a sudden I saw the lady version of thongs. I'm like, those are thongs. We should not. We should very much differentiate between these it's, two. It's foot thongs. Yeah. I, those are toe thongs. And, and by, by function, they are like a, a strip, a tiny strip of thing that is splitting something else. Right. So yeah, by function. It, it is a toe thong. They are yeah. thongs. But I'm like, no, let's, I think we just really need to differentiate between these two things. There's butt thongs and there's toe thongs. Yeah. Guys, we are making we are making distinctions. We are making waves here. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like, you know, having studied and taught a little bit about personal brand, like perception is reality. And if you walk around uh, looking like you don't care about yourself, that will affect you. That will affect your career. It will affect people's perception of you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very cognizant of that because I'm a giant dork. My office is just adorned with dork stuff, and it's who I am. So part of me sometimes is like, "Oh man, should I be doing this? Should I not?" Uh, like we instituted a from basically. Oh, your office is a treasure trove of insanity. Yeah, it looks like uh, Michael Jackson's house. You know, right. it's it's really terrifying. Looks like my college dorm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's got all sorts. But in of, a great way. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's got all sorts of like toys and like posters and shit like that. Like I I'm super dorked out. Like. Anyone can find my office. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I take it like we, we've instituted something where you can wear shorts on Fridays from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And uh, there was one day where uh, I was going to this um, graduation ceremony for these folks that were getting out of this program. And I was like a mentor for one of the folks. And I was like, oh, there's going to be some senior level leaders here. And I'm like, oh, should I wear should I wear shorts today and be in that room? Because I'm willing to bet they won't wear shorts. And I'm like, ah. I don't know. It's like, fuck it. This is who I am. I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing a nerd shirt. Like, I'm good. And I show up, and our CEO's in shorts. I was like, fuck yes! Nailed <laughs> it! I made the like, right call! Yes! Yeah. If he's doing it, I'm doing it. It's cool. Sure, like, yeah. It's totally fine. It doesn't matter. He's giving a speech to these people wearing shorts. Like, it's cool. It's all right. And so kind of like my thing that I do is whenever I'm uh, teaching for the day, I'll wear jeans, dress shoes, uh, a jacket, and a nerd shirt. Like that's yeah. kind of like my I, yeah. my compromise for that is like I'm still looking professional. I'm still showing my personality and my fun <laughs> side, and I constantly get people like, "Dude, sweet blazer, nice shirt too." Like I get like a lot yeah, of that sort yeah. of stuff. 
Because I'm like, this is who I am. Like I, right? Yeah, I, yeah. It's not. It's not. I'm not gonna wear this every day, but I'm like, come on, this is my way of spicing up. You know? <clears throat> and I think that's completely fine. Like I think yeah. we're we're at a at a point culturally, and you can argue it good or bad. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about in the past where in like in old times, John Mulaney touched <laughs> on this too. Like there's just so many clothes to put on. Yeah, like right? what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone looked. It looked really slick. Mm-hmm. Everyone looked fucking dope. But I. It's just not that way anymore. I think no. people can absolutely look good and get away with that, like business casual, yeah. fun business kind of like combination. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, it also depends on your industry as well. Like for some situations, like you have to be wearing, you know, a suit every day, absolutely, like that. I did that at the hotel. I mean, if you're going to yeah. be in sales or something, you've got to, sure. or, or well, specifically like finance things like that. There's there definitely is a level of there's a tier that you yeah. hit, and you're like, okay, if you're going to a bank and some dude's wearing, you know. Or, orange orange flip flops and tube socks. You'd be like, "Does this guy know what he's talking about?" Like, I'm all for unorthodox stuff, and I try to to not put too much stock in that. But if it, there, I feel like there's a direct correlation between those sort of aspects yeah. and where someone is, because I think they go hand in hand with one another. Absolutely. Yeah. And just again, just to kind of belabor the point, dudes, you got to try harder, man. Just yeah. Try harder. I'm not asking for much, but even today when I got off the train, I smelt like that bad breath. Yeah. The uh, what people call it, it smells like sleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like the whole platform. As I'm like, Jesus Christ, where is this person right now? <laughs> like, where are you? Like, there's so many people right. and so many smells, but this is that's overpowering like that's me. super halitosis is like, what that is. What the fuck? And I get through, and then I go and I get on the shuttle to go to my work, and I smell it again. I'm like, is this, this can't be me? And I'm like. <laughs> Like smell, and I'm like, it's not. Where's this fucking coming from? If there is, if there's a time where I smell something and I can't identify the source immediately, I get so paranoid. Yeah. Like especially, there have been times where like I've smelled literal shit, <laughs> and I uh, the the first thing I do is check my shoes. I'm yeah. like, did I step in shit? Because yep. I don't want to be the one dragging this around. Yeah. And then the next thing I'll do, I'm like. I better go check. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, it's never, you know, it's never me, but like I get my, that part of my brain triggers. I'm like, oh God, what if it's me? Yeah. I, I've smelled this three different places now and it, it's, I'm the only common denominator. Yeah. You know, and it's weird because, but I get so like uh, paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of got that beaten in my head when I started getting braces and my mom was always like, dude, your breath smells. And she's like, here's some certs. So I always had a pack of certs on me at all times and She'd always like, I, f- I feel like she was giving me a hard time, but she could have been right. I don't know. I, I didn't think my breast smells bad, but sometimes you can't tell. Right. Sometimes you can. Um, but, you know, I, I, I brushed my teeth very well this morning. I always do. So I was like, I, I have a hard time believing this is me. And I was just like, come on, fuckers. Like, you guys can't. Dude, your mouth is gross when you wake up. <laughs> your mouth is disgusting. You know, and, and it's like, you're just going to roll out of bed and go? Like, right. whoa. Man, hire someone. Hire someone to follow you around. Ugh, it's so gross. Like, just try a little bit harder. Just try a little bit harder, guys. What all we're saying is just try a little bit harder. It's you, it's you not, got it easy as it is. Du- dudes, yeah, dudes by nature are. We have such an an easy time being gross. Mm-hmm. It's it's so natural for us. And I'm not a just saint. Try. There's stuff that I am gross about. Like, there's things that I'll let go. Uh, and um, there's other things where I won't, where I'm like, nah, this can't happen. Right. But like, you know, for example, sometimes, you know, there'll be cat puke on the floor and I'll walk by it. I'm like, ah, I'll get that later. <laughs> and then like days go by and I'm like, yeah, you're still there. I'll get you later. And I'm just like, I have no interest in cleaning <laughs> I can it just up. step over this. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to run it. It's dry. It's not like I'm going to step out in the middle of the night. It's fine. I'll just right. keep walking by. And it's like a standoff between me and that. And I'm just like, ah, I'll get to you later. 
But you lose every time. I eventually get to it because I'm like, you probably need to go now. But I'm like, it's pretty gross to see that just laying there. I'm like, eh, it's fine. I usually wait till the cat throws up again. Yeah. And that way I'll clean up the old one. I'll let this one sit for a while. That's my MO. And, like, of course, I'll clean it up if it's in the area of the uh, the Roomba because we've already had that happen where a cat barfed during the day and the Roomba got out. And oh, I was like, no. I was like, oh, my God, what happened here? Did it it's just, like, like, flip it all around? It was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, this is just, it looks like a crime scene. Like, oh, it's so disgusting. everywhere. It's like, ugh. Just like, I'm surprised <laughs> this didn't break the Roomba as it just got all the <laughs> stuff caught in it. It's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's yeah. really funny because... When I come home, I set the Roomba to run from at 10, 10 o'clock yeah. every weekday. And then sometimes I come home, and it, it almost looks like a scene of a crime because it'll get caught on something or it'll catch something. Like My favorite one was uh, around Father's Day, Jill had gotten me a giant Batman balloon. Okay. And uh, I forgot to pick it up. So at one point, it had grabbed it from the living room and it had carried it around, and there was like a wooden piece to it. To kind of like keep it weighted yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it had gotten past it and sucked up the string, and it sucked the string all the way in, and the balloon was like just like, just it had it stopped, it shut down, and I walked in and I just saw this scene, <laughs> this Roomba just stopped in the middle of the floor, like I was like looking at, with a, the at a balloon body, attached, with the balloon just like <laughs> just flush with it, like it sucked it all the way down and stopped, and I was just like, what the fuck happened here? Because I was like, well, where's the wooden part? Because that was what was holding it, yeah, and that yeah. was in another room. <laughs> I feel like a detective trying to figure out what the fuck happened. I, was like, I just like the, the idea of you walking into, like, in my head, you walk in, and it's a giant open room, and dead center is a Roomba with a balloon. That's kind of what very, it was. Very it in nature. Yeah. You're just like, what's going on? I'm just like, what? Uh, Why are you? And, okay. then the, and then right as you walk in, the Roomba turns towards you <laughs> and just stops. It says, yeah. kill me. Like... <laughs> And so a lot of the times when we come and kind of the game I do with Natalie is I'm like, do you think the Roomba made it home today? Because a lot of the time, last week, it was one for five was for actually really? getting back to its home. For some reason, it gets stuck you, under some places yeah, and yeah. things like that. And so I'll come and I'll, I'll, we'll go in. I'm like, Natalie, go see if it's there. She'll be like, it's not, it's not here. It's not there. So then just find the I'm Roomba. I'm like, all right, let's find where the Roomba is. So then I'm about to look around and see where it is. That's actually a fun game. I like and, that. Because she used to be really scared of it, but I just showed it. I was like talking to her. I was like, hey, it's a robot. It's, it's our friend. It's helping us. Like, it's cleaning up our place. And uh, so, you're getting her ready for the robot uh, overlords mm-hmm. to take over. I was like, yeah. do you want to pet the robot? And I was like, and when we made it, I'm like, we're like, good job, robot. She's like, good job, robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the robot made it at home. Like, she gets real excited. Yeah. Or like, when it doesn't, well, I'll, I'll set it just outside of its docking station. I'll press dock and it'll go in. It goes, do, do, do. Do, do, do. Almost like it just cleared a level. And now he's <laughs> like, yay! Like, just gets real excited. You are setting her up to be such a nerd, and yeah. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. But I, I love that thing. But, man, it's so funny to come home. and Because sometimes things will be a little out of place. Yeah. I'm like, oh. It looks like like Jill has a, got Natalie a little fold-up wagon. And I could tell that sometimes it's pushed it out a little bit. And all of a sudden, it's blocking the main, like, the front door. And I'm like, it took the wagon for a ride today. Like... <laughs> The, the Roomba's trying to stop us from coming in the door. It's, it's preventing intruders, I suppose. Like, it's just very funny how that works. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty soon the Roomba will, <laughs> the Roomba may or may not allow you access to your own home. It's just like, eh, eh. Right. It's like it's barricading it, like anticipating it's something It's chained awful. the door somehow. Yeah. yeah. It just somehow figures that out. <laughs> Speaking of cleaning up dirt, uh, watch Justice League. <laughs> As did I, ironically <laughs> enough. Yeah, we were talking off mic on this yes. that, we, that we randomly, like around the same exact time, was like, well, let's get this over with. 
Uh, and uh, my what brother's, is it, a year after it came out? At my brother's behest, you know, <clears throat> if you guys listened to the most recent episode with my brother, he was like, you guys have to watch it. Like, right. It's a requirement. I'm like, you're right. And it's once I found out it was on HBO, I'm like, yeah. fuck it. I'll watch it. And right. Woof. That is not a good movie. It wasn't as, and I've, I said this earlier, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Well, I was prepared for sub-Suicide Squad level movie. Yeah. Like, trash fire. Yeah. And it it wasn't, and that's something you and I were able to agree on, was that Suicide Squad was worse than Justice League. Yeah. Which I think I remember my brother's... Sticks. He's, my brother said this was the best 5 out of 10 movie. <laughs> Out there. <laughs> I think I you like, did say that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty solid. That's yeah. a pretty solid way of, of describing it. So, what was what was Bob's take on this? Bob Ballmeyer. Did he ever apologize for this one? I, you know what, I don't remember if he did. Because um, I know he was on to like talk about the Justice League, but I don't think he's come to apologize since then. No, and I don't think I, he he's super excited for Shazam. Once that trailer dropped, he was super excited for that. Okay. Is he super pumped about Aquaman? No. Okay. And I don't know the rationale behind all of it. Um, I need to. I need to ask him to, to. We may need to have him back on. I think we need to have just, him come back on and apologize. Yeah, I feel like we we need to surface level touch on this and then get deep dive into it when he gets on and then talk about the other two and, yeah. and maybe the future of DC where it's going and all that. But yeah, um, yeah. I, so for me. I guess I was so prepared for it to be such an absolute trash fire that mm-hmm. that the fact that it wasn't, I maybe convinced myself it wasn't terrible, but it was. It was exactly what I expected it. Really? Okay. So like I wasn't surprised, but I was like, yeah, this is not a good movie. No. I, well, the thing is, I uh, and I don't know who to blame for this. I don't know if it was because it went through so many, it changed hands so many times. I don't know if it's because they're working just with a different uh, uh, graphics house or art house, but Oof, the those effects looked real bad. The effects were, and I was comparing them to like Avengers: Infinity War, and which just came out on streaming today. Did it? Yeah. What? Where? What platform? It's on iTunes, baby. Doot doot. Game on. Yep. Uh, I told Jill to clear her schedule because she hasn't <laughs> seen it yet. I'm like, tomorrow night, we're watching it. Baby! Baby! Day night. Day um, night. So yeah, I, I was comparing it. That was what my frame of reference was because I'm like, these were made, came out-ish around the same time, so they should be of comparable uh, you know, quality. Yeah. Was not. Steppenwolf no. looked like a Oof. giant mistake he looked like something from the first hulk movie yeah he did like 2003 <clears throat> style i mean it looked animated it looked like i was watching like a roger rabbit half live action half animated yeah thing the parademons looked better than they Stephen did Wolf that's did. actually a really good way of putting it yeah like, they looked way better than wolf just didn't look i did not look now the thing is too like i is i don't know i'm assuming parademons are actually from the dc lore oh sure because i they just they looked <laughs> The only thought I had is they looked like, you know, the 1920s uh, motorcycle riders, the yeah. goggles they wear? Yeah. It looked like the Chitauri. Mm-hmm. Like DC went, what if we put the Chitauri in 1920 motorcycle attire? And they had insect wings. Right. Like that, it just, it did not, I did not, I was not a fan of the Parademon look. Yeah. Um, they looked better than Steppenwolf did, but I yeah. still was like, all I could think of was, hey, this is the Chitauri. Um, and, and Aquaman, when he went... When they, when uh, Steppenwolf stole the mother cube, the mother cube, mother box, from Doug, if you could see Doug right now, he gave hand face in his hand, shaking his head, just gave the shoulder shrug like it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. None of matter. this matters. Yeah, 
when call, he went, we can call it the mother's pussy. Right. When he, like, sure, whatever. When, you know? he, when we get to the, the mother snatch, yeah. right? Uh, when he went down to Atlantis, it, when they cleared, the, the woman made that bubble and they were standing talking in that. I, uh, I think I have done better green screen work than uh, that. It was it was terrible. That it, was the point where Beth and I were watching. Where oh, Beth, poor Beth watched this. She watched. Nope. She watched up to that point. And then she was like, "I'm out." She she turned to me and she was falling asleep on the couch. I was basically watching it. She was there, and she was falling asleep on the couch. And she looked up at me. And she goes, "This is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I started laughing and I had to pause it. And I go, "Why? Tell yeah. like I want to know what what do you see that's terrible? Because I know what I think is terrible, but I like." Anytime someone says something's terrible, I always want to see if it differs from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just like, it's just, it's not good. That was her answer. And I'm like, that's, that is the perfect answer for this. Well, I'm, first of all, in that sequence, I'm not one to bitch on continuity too much. But it starts out with him being, with Aquaman being sopping wet. And then he's like dry. Didn't catch that. I was just like, Jesus Christ, Didn't guys. Like, okay. You know, and... Aquaman, I feel like he should just be running around with some heavy metal music playing whenever he's on screen. Like you don't like should, the look? No, it's just he, he's a dude, bro. Like I hate the way he's portrayed. Oh, really? Like, Interesting. Okay. Oh my god, he's such a. I'm like, look, I know you want to make Aquaman badass. He looks badass, but he's like, woo, darn right, brother. Like or whatever he says. Where yeah. He's like, ain't, ain't over yet. He's like, hey, my man, and then just gets thrown. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like there's yeah, just, I guess yeah. Like you have the score, but then you hear like duh, 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 as he's walking by, going woo, and then it like fades out as he walks away from out of out of screen. And yeah, like oh, it's just a perpetual Pantera music that follows him around. He's like whoa, yeah, I'm feeding the people on this wet island with fish, like you know, whatever it is, right. He's just so he's a fan of Mother Death. Uh, that's cool. Like I, I don't know. I was just like we're gonna put Mother in front of everything. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, like, this iteration. I'm like, I don't understand why he's such a dude, bro. Like, yeah. I know he's a child of two worlds. He's both from Atlantis and he had a human father. Right. He doesn't his, know where he fit in. Oh, it's just, ugh. It was just not His enjoyable. dad fucked a fish. And he was just, ugh. I was just not a fan at all. <laughs> and it was just, it was gross. Um, Batman was the, probably the biggest disappointment now, to me. Do you do you blame Jason uh, Momoa? Is it Momoa? Momoa. Jason, yeah. Do you blame him for the portrayal, or do you blame the director for? I blame the director. Yeah, because he's obviously making acting choices. But I'm sure someone was he's like, I'm sure there was some got. notes from somewhere, probably some executive. It's like, look, people say Aquaman's a pussy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We've got to do something about making him badass. Let's give him some sweet tats. Let's Jason Momoa, call Drago. Everyone loves that guy. He's well, yeah. He's he's, he's the embodiment of a man. Yeah, you know that's really cool. Um, and let's just you know let, let's let's make him like badass. Well, and let's thi- make people be like, woo! I want to have a beer with that guy, and then take my wife because right. she's gonna do you. you yeah, pickle. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I I think. <laughs> I think uh, it was really weird when they brought that up in DC. Yeah, yeah. it was just like, "Do my wife?" He's like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> woo, um, my man, my man." The thing that I, I in no way, shape, or form blame Jason Momoa for it because I keep going back to that was written on a page. It was someone wrote down, "Woo," and my man. Someone wrote those words, and he was forced to say them. Yeah. So I blame I blame the screen, the screenwriter really. Like. I, I think they did a good job of like showcasing his powers and stuff that he could do. Yeah, I, you know? that I bought. Like him, yeah. like his whole 
yeah, like what 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 his character was. I'm okay yeah. with that. It was that it was yeah the dude bro element of it was a little off putting because he seems like and I'm sure DC's like well we can't have him be brooding and angry. I'm like but that guy seems like we've already got a corner on that market. He's like he doesn't seem like he has a place in either world. What does that sound like? Superman, you know, and Batman. You know, it's like, oh, he's a child of two worlds and whatever. Right. So he's probably just going to say, fuck it and do whatever I want. I'm like, it's not like he's wealthy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, he goes, he's like, hey. He's got all the riches of the sea, Doug. I guess. I mean, ugh. I don't know. There was, he was just, there wasn't a lot there. Sure. And I, and I thought that was pretty, uh, I don't think bold is the right word. <laughs> to be like, we'll just throw this guy in there with no backstory. People yeah. will understand it. And I was like, okay. Well, I think to your point, because one of the big things that you brought up uh, off mic was that it was no, it, it, can, it lacked any and all uh, um, backstory. Yeah. Like, you didn't you didn't know about it. They're like, look. I think you said something like, well, let's just abandon character development. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I don't blame this movie for doing it. I blame DC for not setting these characters up. Oh, 100%. Up There's no reason Aquaman should come out after we've met Aquaman in Justice League. Yeah. Like, because that's, again, if you want to, and it sounds like we're just shitting on DC and praising Marvel, but yes, because if you want to do something like this, then you need to set the foundation, you need to set the groundwork for anyone to give a flying fuck about these characters. Yeah. I was not a Captain America fan. Mm -mm. Like, I just, I, I, when I, when the movie, first movie came out, I was like, he seems like a fucking, you know, pussy. Mm -hmm. He seems like a, and obviously he's strong and everything, but I was like, this guy just seems like a, oh, go America propaganda chump. Like, I didn't believe that he was a, a complex, nuanced character. Yeah, and they've done such and a they wonderful d- job. they made him that. And yeah. I was like, I care about this guy now. I want him to be part of the group. And I appreciate yeah. his perspective on things and his, his, his leadership capabilities, the way he can inspire people. Yes. And how he's like, look, I know the difference between right and wrong, and I don't care if no one else agrees with me. I'm going to stand for what is yeah, right. Yeah, he knows his I'm conviction. Like, yeah. It's incredible. And then you look at someone like, I don't know, pick a character in that movie. Right. I'll say... <sighs> Do it. <sighs> All right. Let's go back to Batman. Uh, Batman was terrible in this movie. Like, it really upset me because we start off the movie with Batman catching a guy who's apparently stolen some stuff. Right. And then what he does is he hangs him off the ledge of a building to use fear to bring on one of the parademons, and then he fights a parademon, which suicide bombs itself. Honest to God, I did not catch that. I did not realize that he was using the fear to, to... lure the parademon in but i was like how the fuck i did not realize that wow how did i miss that it was just it was a weird thing that's like i again i don't like harping on the details but i'm like batman just knows these things exist all right i'm not saying i have to come across batman experiencing him for the first time and tracking him down. i'm like batman already is starts the movie with the knowledge that there's these parademons that exist right. and they're attracted to fear well here's the thing i'm okay how? with that be- i'm okay with that because he is He's the he's, he should be the world's greatest detective. We don't see that though. Is I the understand problem. that, but like, <laughs> I understand it's never set up ever. We've if, of all the iterations of Batman, <laughs> we've never really seen him be the world's greatest detective. Right. We kind of get it in Nolan's trilogy, but not really. He just he's intelligent enough to use his his like internet to right. track people down and find that sort of stuff. I mean, stuff. you see it in uh, in um, Burton's a little bit too. Like a he does bit. he does his research and he's yeah. in the cave like doing reading up and analyzing shit like you get a little bit of that yeah and yeah. i'm not i don't know but the thing is like to, to make that giant assumption in this in this iteration i think is being very gratuitous sure. to the film directors and stuff like that but what i hate was 
He's putting this criminal in danger, and then, like, they just have this casual conversation. He lets him go, and he lets essentially, him go. yeah. I was like, okay. Right. Weird. And then the rest of the movie, again, I told you this off mic, Matt, Matt, Ben Affleck just looks exhausted yeah. and indifferent, and he looks old and not like, oh, we're going to make him look old. Like, I've sat out on my yacht in the sun all day, and my skin's all leathery and stretched. Like, he doesn't look good. He doesn't sound right. Like... All of a sudden, we have this character that's like, we got to bring people together. And it's like, okay. I, I, the I don't whole movie, it's set, he's, it, it had this, this underarching uh, or underlying theme that he, it made me feel like he was going to, uh, he wanted to die in order for ever, like he almost wanted to be a martyr yeah. is the way that I read the whole movie. Sure. It was like he, he wanted to, he wanted martyrdom. Like he wanted to die in order for it because his life what is my life when Superman's dead and we can bring Why him back? Why does he give a shit about go. Superman? Because he's the only one that can. Why does he Steppenwolf? care so much? Like, and, and my brother brought up a good point. Why is it that Superman's gone? That all of a sudden we've got racist people. You see that shot in the beginning where this guy's antagonizing like a, a Muslim store owner, a white skinhead. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. Superman's gone. Racism's here now. Comment- I'm like, it was there before. Commentary, Obama, Trump. I'm just I was saying. Like, Jesus, what is this? And I'm like. I don't know. Like it's been a while since I've seen Batman v Superman, but I was like, "Was Superman that beloved?" Like I feel like his death is what made people be like, "Not Aw. in, not in that movie." No, yeah, because he like, was false god, and uh, like there was the there was a lot of people that were afraid. I of mean, him. I think he was split. Like some. Oh people wait, really no, I'm him. sorry. I'm thinking. I'm bringing in Man of Steel. There's some people that really liked him, and some people that didn't. But I didn't ever get the idea. Yeah. Like when they mourned him at the end of that movie, I was like, "Really?" Like I feel like. It was kind of underplayed all the things that he had done to save people. Because yeah. again, some people liked him, some people didn't. But I don't know. It, it just it didn't. That was the movie him. where the courthouse got blown up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think I think no, because a lot of people were against. Like a lot of people rallying against him around the courthouse, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like for him to be like Superman's dead. And right. It's like oh, hope is gone, and Batman's like oh, Martha. And I'm like I, I just don't believe that he thinks that. Superman's gonna fix. I didn't. It, it was just. It was a very loose connection to me. And then you know we cut to Wonder Woman, who is talking about heavy-handed. She's standing on the Statue of Justice, oh, in a yeah. very poorly CG'd uh, green screen. Yeah, which I was like, gross. And then what are Wonder Woman's powers? I feel like I don't understand what she's really capable of because it seems like she also has flash powers. Where, like where she's quick, where she, they shoot and she like slows down time almost and is like dodging. I think she has. I don't. I mean, I think obviously Flash can move, uh, in like s- really fast, like like lightning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he she he can move. Uh, you know, uh, in, much faster than she can. But she definitely is. She definitely has uh, much quicker reflexes than a, a normal human. Yeah, but. Again, I know that we're talking about a universe where there's a man that's from another planet that can fly and use heat vision and, and cold breath and stuff like that. But I just, based on what I've seen from her, I, I don't. She's an Amazonian. Recall her being able to like see bullets that quickly, and she can jump and move fast, but move fast enough to deflect assault rifle bullets at like eight feet. Powers and training. Uh, a masterful athlete, acrobat, fighter, strategist, trained and experienced in many ancient modern forms of armed and unarmed combat, including exclusive Amazonian martial arts. In some versions, her mother trained her as Wonder Girl for future careers, Wonder Woman, from being portrayed as highly skilled using her Amazon bracelets to stop bullets mm-hmm. in wielding her golden lasso. Um, also, 
Can we just put some fucking pants on her? Best melee fighter in the world. Yeah. Like, Gal Gadot was fucking gorgeous. But the sequence when they're in the sewers and they're jumping down from, like, the bat, like, tank. And all I see is, like, I see Batman jump down and then she jumps down. And it's just a skirt and, like, her ass. And I'm just like... You, I don't remember this. This... Is this when they when Steppenwolf blew the sewer up? Like, when they're going yeah, down there? Yeah, it was there? like they're going down there first to, like, save the, the hostages. I just remember when there was a shot of her climbing up something where it was basically an upskirt shot. And I'm like... Okay, here's my thing. I get it. You got to have, you know, tits and ass to bring in stupid guys to watch this movie. But I don't believe for a second that this this warrior will go to battle without armor. Yeah. Like, take Thor, for example. Right. Thor goes sleeveless when he's fighting. But when he gets serious, he summons full body armor and goes to town on that shit. Right. I wouldn't see how it would be any different for her. Like, yeah, she would go to battle with leg plates on. She would have her arms covered up, right? And she would absolutely just she wouldn't one hundred percent have her chest like like right above where her heart is, completely yeah. open. Exactly, yes. or at the yeah. very least, have it be like leather armor. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, to yeah. be able to move quicker. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen iterations where she has full battle armor on. Right. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, she looks badass. Like, and she doesn't fuck around. And it's just like I don't. It looks on. It makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, this is obviously like, well, we got to show off this beautiful woman's legs and ass and cleavage while she's fighting and I'm like come on guys like let's 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 battle her up battle armor up batman put on battle armor when he's fighting superman you know yeah, what i mean yeah like, absolutely like let's let's make this real she's fighting steppenwolf like one of an ancient enemy you know you think that she'd go in like all right guys i got my stockings on let's go do this like she would she'd put on some legit armor to go fight that stuff and that just bugged me outside of that i think wonder woman was portrayed really well i loved her her like Attack sequences and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely! That. I don't or, think I've never seen I've never seen Wonder Woman uh, in in the movies that I have not that, that I have not all in all liked. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think yeah, I think Gal Gadot's uh, portrayal of her is is fantastic. Yeah, it's I think it is the and I will one hundred percent give DC credit over Marvel in putting a female lead that that forward that far ahead mm-hmm. uh, and like letting her lead essentially two full movies at this point because I felt like she was a very uh, very integral lead character in this movie oh 100% um, and so I, I yeah and she is in the universe as well and I think they've done a pretty good job of portraying her. yeah there's definitely the Wonder Woman movie was fine I didn't love it as much as I think everyone else did. I think it got a little more praise than it should had but okay it was but it was definitely hands down the best DC movie and it was a solid film yeah I think it's very enjoyable um, it has its flaws but um, you know, with this, it's like I love just seeing her like sword and shield, just beating ass, like doing a really good job, protecting yeah. people, being heroic. Like she was when she was on screen, I was very much like, "Cool, what's going to happen next?" I really much, I very much enjoyed her. Cyborg was a, just a hunk of garbage. Like I couldn't, I could care less about Cyborg. Real quick, before we go into this, I was just kind of reading through some of her other uh, other powers and stuff, and the only real mention of speed there is a shitload on here about different uh, pre-crisis, post-crisis, the new 52 rebirth, DC universe, uh, personally. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of, there's a lot of information on Wonder Woman, but uh, one thing says here that, um, shit, I just had it. Uh, It shows uh, one of her earliest appearances. She is shown running easily at 60 miles, running easily at 60 miles per hour. Okay. Um, So again, I don't know if she's running easily at that speed. I don't know if she can, stop. but she has always been able to stop bullets with her bracelets. I don't mind which, that, which I, which goes to, which would stand to reason that she can see them in order to block them. 
I, I mean, she can she can block a bullet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know she can see them to block it. She can put her arms up and it'll stop a bullet. Is how I interpret that. Yeah, but well, I mean, but if you've just got cuffs on your arms, yeah. and this dates back to even the Linda Carter days, where yeah. she would just she would she was able to basically strike the bullets of with course. her forearms out of the air. So she could, you again, you have to just be able to. Something that small going that fast and you only have your forearm, you've mm-hmm. got to be able to see it. Well, I look at it as like someone shoots and you shield yourself, you know, like this. You're not necessarily going to be like... Right, but if you shield there's yourself... There's a bullet, bing! There's a bullet, bing! Right, but again, you could shield yourself here, but someone's shooting you down here. Exactly. Like you can, you're shielding your face, but someone shoots you in the gut. So you've got yeah. to be able to, to see it to get your arm to the location. I'm not saying that she has bullet time, per se, but yeah. she has to be able have I'll give her reflexes, reflexes and stuff like that, but I don't know. The way they portrayed her in the movie, I was like, I, I don't, I, I'm not buying this. See, that one, I'm, I'm on the opposite side. I'll forgive yeah. that one. I, yeah. I bought it. That's, and that's fine. I just, I don't know. I was like, God, I feel like, yeah. you know, because we do see her move quickly. She saves people. She jumps quickly yeah. and, like, stuff like that, but I was just like, ah, I don't know. That, for some reason, that I don't think she can move. Me. I don't think she can move, uh, um, for the same amount of time as fast as the flash. No. I think I think what it is She moves is in short bursts. She can move in short bursts. And yeah. I think that I have no problem yeah. like accepting the fact that she can move in, in short bursts like yeah. you know, sixty feet or whatever. I don't, that know. doesn't bother me at all. Because yeah. I imagine like for to be like an Amazonian warrior, of course that seems well within reason. Yeah. But the thing I have tr- I have trouble swallowing is the idea that she can be that accurate in blocking the bullets and to be that effective with it i'm just like eh. i don't know i had a hard time with it because i'm like if you can move that fast why not just punch the guy in the face as he's shooting or before he even shoots you know what i mean uh, i guess because if she's fast enough to stop a bullet, she's fast enough to punch the guy in the balls and destroy his nutsack you know and everyone knows that the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is punching him in the dick yep in the nutsack specifically sorry nutsack cyborg you know. Yeah, Cyborg's garbage. That's the end of story. Let's move on from there. Um, I don't understand my powers. Ah! Like, who, who fucking cares? Like, it was awful. Well, again, I think that would that could have been remedied uh, in in some capacity if we had had if we had a Cyborg movie leading up to this, where you yeah. learned about him and you got to understand the character. If they had taken the time to flesh the character out in his own film, you would have you would have felt a little bit more for him. This this is not a movie a. A team movie like this is not a movie where you where you let people develop their sense of self and find out about themselves. You don't, you don't want a character that doesn't want to be themselves either. Right. Like you want you give them their own space to do that mm-hmm. and grow in their own movie where they have the they have a full two hours to themselves yeah. to figure out and take the audience on the ride with them. Yeah. Instead of like this quick five minute bursts of like, oh, here's a little bit more about me. Oh, you didn't know about this about me. How about this? You know, it yeah. And then I, lo- I like. Really I also. Like- I also think the the CG on him oh, was terrible. It's terrible. I was really hoping that because we saw the preview yeah. in the trailers. I'm like, Ugh. maybe it's not done rendering yet. Nope, yeah, <laughs> that was guys. not the case. Yeah, uh, I loved Ezra Miller as Flash. I think that he was, was great. Very yeah. fun. Uh, I think they did a good job of showcasing his abilities. There was a couple shots where I thought he was running very awkwardly, where he was like, yeah. Like, it uh, was almost almost as if like he like, was tripping forward. Yeah, like he was like a Frankenstein right. trying to catch something in front of yeah. him. It was really a real awkward sort of. To me, it looked like when you're you know when you're falling and you can't get your feet back under you. Yeah, and you're like your your front half is going too fast. Your legs can't yeah. keep up. That's what it looked like. It was very uh, yeah. weird, uh, but he was very funny. He was great comic relief. Yeah, I love the way he delivered his lines. Absolutely, and stuff like yeah. that. He was very enjoyable. Um, and then, of course, going back to Batman, that guy didn't do jack shit in that movie. Yeah. He didn't do jack shit. Yeah. Because I, I, he couldn't. 
Batman is useless in a world with gods. <laughs> it's such a fucking... Uh, there's nothing he's else useless. to say. That's it. Yet somehow I mean, yeah. in the comics, he's useful because he's a fucking detective and he plans for everything. Right. And he's able to do shit. Yeah. It's just like in this... Well, in this one, too, they, they reference that where they're yeah. like, we have a backup plan. Yeah. Or we have, we have a contingency for yeah. that. Bring and in the big guns. Right. It's Lois Lane. Like, Drive her up in a car. <laughs> I'll say that's a very Batman-like move. Sure. You know, where he'll do stuff like that. He knew psychologically she's the only one that could get through to him, yada, yada, yada. There's a comic called Hush where um, Superman gets uh, mind-controlled by poison ivy. And one of the things that Batman uses, because Superman's going nuts and he's fighting Batman, uh, is he has Catwoman drop Lois Lane off of a building to have Superman go save her. And in doing so, it kind of like breaks him out of it. And that's his... Interesting. Okay, that was his yeah. thing. He's like, do it. He's like, because he, I know him. He will break out of it. He'll save her. He also, in his belt, he has a, a kryptonite ring. Okay. Because he has it because... Just in case, yeah. Also because Superman goes, I can trust you with it because I know if the, if the, you, you'll do what needs to be done. So he's always got to... That's who Batman is. Right, Super right, planned. Right. He's thinking three steps ahead. Very intelligent. He has uses and stuff like that. He, right. You know, and the, the whole... Uh, what do they call it? It's not Civil War. They call it something else in that universe. Right. Where, uh, I can't remember what it what it's called, but essentially, like it's Batman versus Superman, Team Batman versus Team Superman, and Batman finds ways to compete with these godlike with everyone, characters. Yeah. Like, so he's very, very intelligent. You do not see that in this movie at all. No, I will like, I agree with that. Like, he's he, they try to paint him as the architect behind all of ugh. this, and like bringing the team together and pushing Wonder Woman, and she admits that he pushes her, and like this, like they try to set that up, but it's just, it never fucking hits. No. The one thing I did like is kind of like a little like wink to the audience was him and Alfred where Alfred's like, uh, makes one miss the days of exploding penguins. Yeah. Right. I was like, that's ah, kind of cool. Like they're, they're, a, they're, uh, telling us that this lives in the same universe as the Burton one. I just thought that was a fun. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. <laughs> you didn't like it. No, I didn't like it. I either. liked it. At the end, it's like Batman's barely fighting. The, the the minions and right. he's like he steals one of their guns and starts shooting them. I was like, pew, pew. that's right, that's who this this Batman is. Is he fucking uses guns? That's exactly right. who this is. The other thing that I didn't, and again, this is nitpicky, but when the Flash apparently tripped on the silo when he was fighting the Parademons, and Batman used the grappling hook to grab him by the ankle, I'm like, how did you see him that fat? He's moving at literal lightning speed. Yeah, how did you? That's no. I'm like, as soon as he did that, I'm like, I missed. I rewound it twice. It's like I missed something, and I have, obviously I didn't because he just right Great there question. had him by the ankle. And then the, I'd say the one cool scene is when Superman comes to and, and fights the and th- all, all, all of them. them. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty bad. Especially like the sequence when like Flash is running and he sees Superman just out like, of the turn corner. and he's like, oh shit! You, like you see the look in his face of like, uh oh. I've he's never like, encountered this before. No one's been able to see me. You see him just look and start moving, and he's like, oh, shit. Right, yeah. That was really, that really was cool. That was pretty fucking awesome. But I also, when Superman was there, I'm like, oh, this is what you... The fans wanted this, so you made this Superman the way the fans want, even though Superman was not like this before at all, where he's like, hi, guys, I'm here to help. What do you need? What do you need from me? You're saying the like fighting them, the evil Superman? Uh, no, or I'm not saying the, like, like the... When Superman like comes to whatever, and he's just like the Boy Scout, I'm like... This has not been the Superman in the cinematic universe up to this point in time. How? Wait, how? Meaning that Superman was a torn character because he is a child of two worlds. Oh, he's where trying he's to like, help humans, but they don't. Like people, are like, Clark oh, needs me. He's too brooding. Or, yeah, Superman's too serious. 
boo, that's not what Superman would do. And then now it's like he wakes up and like, oh, there he is. This is the Superman I know. That's Bruce, like, hi, Bruce, guys. Bruce needs me. I'm here to help. What do you want? I was like, dude, you guys fucking hate each other. You know? And like. And then oh, him and Batman. Batman, saying, and, yeah. Batman and Superman hated each other. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, Bruce needs me. And then. It, it, it did bring him back to life, though. Okay. Yeah. He didn't do it by himself. Yeah, it was his idea. And he did it for the wrong reasons, which was, we need you to fight this. We need you to punch this guy because uh, we can't do it. Because the minute you show up, then all threat is is neutralized. Exactly. There's no, there's like, oh, okay, we're good. And the part when, like, they separate the the mother boxes and in... Cyborg and <laughs> Is Superman. this guy still bothering you? I don't oh. <laughs> as soon as I actually thought of you when he said that line, I'm like, Doug's going to hate that line. Oh, God. And then, like, they're laying on the ground, and he's like, oh, I wish I was dead. And they're like, ha, 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 I'm like, you guys don't know each, you don't know each other are. Why are you laughing like this? You have no connection Doug, to each other. Doug, here's the thing. When you go, let me explain something to you, because you've never been in a super fight like Thank that. Thank you. I love it when you're this condescending, because it puts me in my place. Right. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to super explain this to you. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> that's, it, my, that's my superpower. This is I'm going to super explain. I'm going to super explain it to you. Uh, you don't understand the camaraderie that can happen that quickly mm-hmm. until you're in one of these... Uh, multi-universe, multi-realm super fights. I thought you were going to say you don't understand the camaraderie until you're in one of these superheroes. Right. Like until you're until inside, you've been inside. You don't know what kind of bond Until exists. you've snuck up behind and snuck in. <laughs> you don't know the kind of camaraderie. You don't know the band of brothers. Until you exist. get your hands in that mother box. <laughs> yeah. Until you separate it and you you're both just, just double teaming it like that. And you don't know. Yeah. Until you there's an explosion. Know. Right. You know? It knocks both of you on your ass. Yeah. Yeah, flat on your backs. And then you're exhausted. And you're just like, we did it, pal. We did it. You yeah. and me. And it's not weird. No. And we are now Eskimo, Eskimo Brothers. <laughs> so that's why, Doug. Thank you. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. I'm here to explain things. It's so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Ugh. So, like, and we're going to have a table, I'm thinking, with six chairs and room for more. That Okay. <sighs> the honesty, honest to God, when that scene happened, the first thought, I was like, does she mean kids? <laughs> Honestly, we'll have a kids table over here. Right. Room for six chairs. I'm like, that's random. And she's like, and room for more. I'm like, oh, they're going to get together and have kids. Maybe he's rebuilding Wayne Manor. Yeah. No idea what happened there. And then I, it was about probably a full two minutes into the next scene. I'm like, oh, that was the Justice League. Ca- oh, I got it now. All right. I did appreciate, although I thought the exposition on the backstory of Steppenwolf was just exhausting. Pretty fucking thick. Uh, but I, it was, was kind of cool to see the Green Lantern yeah. cameos. Yeah. It was just like, oh, that franchise is tainted too. They're just like, how much can we cram in here? Yeah. You know, yeah, what else can we cram in this mother box? Let's, let's show what else might be coming down the road. Uh, Here's all of our people. Because how yeah. cool would that have been if there hadn't been a Green Lantern movie and then you see that teased and this franchise didn't suck dick? Right. You know, you'd be like, oh, whoa, that's Green Lantern. Out of nowhere, you see this. And you're like, holy fuck, they're bringing them in too. Right. It was just like shotgun. We're like, right. well, let's see what we can hit from here. <laughs> it was just so rough. And, so, the, and the end credit sequence was just... Right, yeah. Well, it was I was interesting to see Deathstroke. I didn't know that Joe is it Joe Mag Mag How do you say his last name? Uh Magnesium. Magnolia. Mongoloid. Manganello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Magna- Manganello. I did not know he was going to be uh uh Deathstroke. Did did not realize that. Did not realize really they were bringing that character around. Um Did you 
Were you okay with Eisenberg having broken out without even seeing it? Or Nope. And to the point where comfortably living on a yacht. Yep. Nice clothes, women all around him. Like, no, not even a concern that, like, it didn't just happen. He's been out for a long time. I Presumably, the minute he walked in, he turned around and walked out another door. Again, it's been a while since I've seen Batman v Superman, but... Because he was insane well, at the, the end. The thing was, because... It's coming. It's coming. Ring, ring. Right. Ring, ring. What um, happened to that guy? Because I don't remember, I don't feel like they portrayed Luther because he is a one of the smartest men in that universe. Absolutely, like super yeah. legit, like whatever. And I would his brain comics match Superman's brawn. It was and, that's the whole thing. Yeah, and I would believe in this in the comics he would find a way to get himself out of there. But I don't feel like that's what was portrayed in Batman. I don't remember much at all. But I, I don't feel like that was portrayed where he was like a mastermind. No, you I mean, know, they, like, they tried to allude to genius, like he flipped the painting upside down, sure, congrats. but I, I, yeah, and force-fed uh, Jolly, Jolly Rancher candy. Um, it was unfortunate un- product placement. Necessarily seductively, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, not a fan. I'll be, do you know what movie is slated? I mean, Aquaman is slated next, but like, yeah. do, are we going to get, are I we getting an anti-Justice work- League? I think they're movie? still working on... Flash, last I heard, that's still actually going to be a standalone movie. After that, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know what else is coming down the poop chute for them. But I would just say pack it up, call it a day. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there, there are going to be two Joker movies that are not connected. They're completely right. separate from one another. Which And, and I, neither of them, if I'm correct, <sighs> is Jared Leto? Nope. Yeah. I think one's Joaquin Phoenix, which, hey, I'm all for seeing that guy do some Let's stuff. But shot. I was like, guys, you were just... just pumping this shit out and diluting <laughs> right. what you have. And I'm like, God, this is getting back to Batman Forever and Batman and Robin days, man. You're just farting this stuff out. And to yeah. what end? It's almost like Star Wars. It's like, you guys like Boba Fett, right? We'll make Boba Fett. He's <laughs> like, hot solo. We'll make hot solo. We'll make hot solo. What do you want? What do you want from us? What do we want? We'll give you whatever you want. We'll open it up. We'll open it right up. You want, you want Ewoks? We'll do Ewoks. We'll do Ewoks. Yeah. Do Ewoks. Let's see what they're doing. It's just like, <laughs> Let's ugh. see what they're doing. God damn it. Like, I just, what are these little cute guys up to, huh? Huh? Uh, yeah. It's just really frustrating, and to the point where ugh, I know it's going to be bad. And I watch it on streaming, and I'm like, I'm trying to decide if this was a waste of my time. I'd say no because it gave me fodder right. to talk about. Absolutely, but I'm just like, yeah. Ugh, this is not a good movie. Yeah, it's very disappointing. You know what? Now is never disappointing though. What's that, Justin? It's when two people battle each other <laughs> to the bone each death. other. <laughs> Two people butt fuck each other. <laughs> when they roll up on each other, they sneak in behind, they enter, they get in the mother box, and they rip it apart. <laughs> they tear they, that box apart. And then they laugh. And then they just giggle about dying. <laughs> I wish I, I was, I was dead. dead. Oh. <laughs> bye. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Throw I, I almost said death match. <laughs> it's after the death match. Mother death match. Um... So today's throwdown, uh, mm-hmm. I want you to have an open mind with it, okay? I'm going to start there. Taking a deep breath. Okay. All right. I want you to not immediately clench your butt cheeks up <laughs> when trying, I say this. I'm trying really hard. I'm going to close my eyes. So, so I'm, I'm going to give you one of your favorite characters, <laughs> and I'm going to pit him against one of your least favorite characters. <laughs> However, <laughs> okay. if, if you take your bias out of it, uh-huh. it is a very legitimate throwdown. Okay? All right. All right. Focused. So today's... <laughs> your, laugh, your laughing doesn't give me confidence. I know. Today's throwdown is going to be Iron Man uh-huh. versus Cyborg. 
Okay, that's a legit. Right? That's legit. Okay. That's legit. Because I didn't know jack shit about Cyborg, Cyborg until I saw is... the movie, and I was like, you know what? This is their Iron Man. Like, sands the billions of dollars. Well, I'll say this much. Because um, I also have some articles here uh-huh. that detail who would win. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. My initial reaction is Cyborg. Okay. Uh, Based off of? Reason being that he can pretty much hack anything. True. So I would feel like Tony's software and stuff would be extremely vulnerable to him because there's nothing that can rival Cyborg's hacking abilities and what he can sort of like manipulate technology-wise. Sure. Now, as far as firepower goes, I feel like Tony's got him beat because he has, especially like what, what are we talking like, Infinity War. That's the thing. You gotta you gotta say like, is it like extreme? Like, is it the most recent? Like up to date? I feel if that's like the it case. Should, I feel like I feel like it should be because cyborg stuff is completely you know ingrained in his body. So I'd feel like it would right. be a fair fight to have Tony have the extremist stuff. To be fair, most of the articles say that if you put him in the extremists, mm-hmm. it's lights out for cyborg. Is it? Yeah, they were like there is no he will trounce him. What are the, what's the reason for that? Just all the capabilities. They're like if it's if it's uh, if it's extremist or, ble- or or the bleeding edge armor. Uh-huh. Uh, they're like well, I'm talking everything c- in it is just. I'm talking cinematic universe. Okay. So, so even even with Tony with his nanite technology and he can do a lot more. Right. Yeah. I don't think it puts him in a position where he's going to be like well, Hulkbuster say- armor, bam. You know, like <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I'll say this: as far as the hacking thing goes, they mm-hmm. did they did address this in a couple of the articles. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, um, uh, they say, let's look at st- Cyborg's strongest weapon. Um, oh, sorry, energy beam called the Heart Attack, which can destroy any technology fifty miles from him. <laughs> Sadly, this wouldn't work. One, Iron Man has an energy shield, which the beam would not pass through. And two, Iron Man can absorb energy and transfer it uh, okay, into electricity to recharge, becoming more powerful, which we did see in... Uh, he. It was seen in Avengers when well, Thor no. used his lightning power on him. He charged and he's like, energy power is at 300%. He's like, okie dokie. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, for blasts. some reason, I thought that he was when... He just totally um, butt blasts. You know Thor when that happens. Uh, Iron Man two against the uh, Whiplash. I thought I thought I thought he got uh, powered up with that, but you're right. It was mm-hmm. Thor's. Yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Where he's like, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think we he learned about it there, but I think that's I would yeah. say that's part of the canon. Then anyway, um, but he says. Um, fuck, I don't know. Um, Wait, where is... Oh, I'm I'm way too much. It's so the hacking thing. He goes, uh, it would take a couple of minutes for Victor Stone to interface with an unknown computer. Um, Iron Man's computer would be unknown to Vic since uh, the... Technically, his armor's from a different dimension. It's from the mother mother box. Uh, Iron Man uh, does take him a little bit of time to override someone else's systems, but his ace in the hole is Friday because Tony can say to Friday... Ha- go and hack the system. Cyborg has to cognizantly that he's got to be the one hacking. So at the same time, he's got to be hacking and fighting Iron Man. Whereas Iron Man could send his AI, could just go hack, eh. figure out a way in, and he could focus on the fighting. I would feel like even with Cyborg, like, I mean, Jesus, he was able to wirelessly take over Wonder Woman's computer in Justice League and like communicate, completely be like, bring up words on the screen. True, true, you know true, true. I mean? yeah. Like, that didn't seem like it took. Now, granted, that's not the same thing as Iron Man's suit. But no, but again, he's not fighting someone at that time. He True. can sit down and and he can do that. Yeah. Every time that we've seen him, every time that we've seen him on screen mm-hmm. do hacking, he has to physically be doing it. Mm-hmm. Like he brings up with his hands, he brings up the Rolodex of 
whatever the fuck well, he is can, like, but he, or he'll just, or he just attaches to it. Right, exactly. Like, you know, so but I'm he's got to be physically attached to it. Sure. So, like he, so let's say he's got his hands around Tony's neck and he's like, you know, and deploy flares or whatever Tony does. I, don't know. <laughs> um, I watched Iron Man the other day and he was deploying <laughs> flares. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. Like, you know, I, I feel like if he can do that to Tony, it's uh, even with Friday, I think it's game over because I don't know what Friday's going to do to stop him. Like, I think, well, I mean, Friday could, I, I still say, Tony's, in the Marvel Universe, Tony's AI is is beyond anything that's ever been, I mean, for fuck's sake, Jarvis became its own entity. I mm-hmm. mean, you know what I mean? So, I think... Uh, Thanks to the Mind Stone. True, but it was already, the framework was already mm-hmm. there, so... He's an incredible AI, but I also would agree that, like, you know, Cyborg's, you know, he comes from his mother's box, so... You know, he has who doesn't really who he doesn't? has abilities that I feel like rival anything. You know? I, I think they rival him, but I would say that I, I think the fact that Tony Tony doesn't have to be hands on while he's doing it. He can send the AI to to work on it while he's also physically working on Cyborg. It's true. If you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I think that gives Tony a, a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. I would say it, it, I'd say it kind of makes it an even playing ground. I feel like Cyborg's ability to hack far outweighs that, but he does. Tony's defense mechanism is his AI, right? Well, and also so, the fact that Tony doesn't have he can he can have the distance. He doesn't need to bridge true. the gap on it. Well, yeah. Well, well, so what do you mean? Like how? Like Cyborg again? We said that Cyborg has to be hands on when he's hacking. Typically, yeah, yeah. You know, or and if not, he. I mean, again, he he hacked into Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's computer, but he's got to be focused on it from yeah. what we from what we understand. Mm-hmm. So. Tony doesn't have to be focused on anything. Mm-hmm. He can let the AI go do its thing and let Friday turn Friday loose uh-huh. and figure it out. And then Tony can be true. Tony can be fully focused. That's true. On How the many fight. times he's fighting? He's like, "Hey, find a weakness," and they're like, "Okay, I found a weakness." Right. Like he doesn't have to analyze exactly. It he's like he is That's fully true. focused on the fighting. That's true. And the tactics and the yeah everything like that. Yeah, weaponry wise, I, mean, I think Tony has got a bigger variety of weapons. Too. I agree. Yeah, I feel like Tony's got more in his arsenal. Um, I mean, Cyborg obviously has some abilities. They can both fly. They can both fly. Um, Apparently, Cyborg has a either a teleporting or a stealth teleportation device that's so so stealthy Superman can't even detect it. But you know, we didn't see we didn't that. see it. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll, speaking of cinematic universes, yes. Like, I'm gonna so yeah, with he can that. fly. He's got. I think he's got. I think we see him shoot energy an energy beam. Yeah. I think um, he's got an average. Oh, he's got his his arm changed into a gun. Yeah, that's right. His like yeah. the suit kind of took over and and and. Fought itself. I think he had an average sized dick, so that's yeah, I take mean, it or leave it. Yeah, like six and a half ish inches. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's, it's fair about national average, yeah. Yeah. Um I guess I'm switching. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say Stark. I think Stark's got I think and every every one of these has Stark winning. Every every yeah. article that I've pulled up has Stark winning. And I think I don't think it's gonna be an easy one. And no. A, it would be very interesting to see those two um fight each other. Absolutely. Curious yeah. to see how and I mean, it go about it very much. Uh, it very much depends on what armor Tony's in and what rules are you playing by, you know, cinematic or uh, yeah. uh, comic book. Uh, I think things both get more have, insane if you go by comic book. A hundred percent. Yeah. People still say, cause most of what they're talking about here is comic book. Uh, most of them still have Tony winning, but are all of them still do. But I still, I think it would be, it'd be much more insane if you oh, were to, God, to go comic book. Bonkers. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Tony Stark. Iron Man for the win! Guys, thanks for listening. Also, he has genius level intellect. He does. I don't know if we've ever determined that Victor has that level of intelligence. They say it. I mean, they mention okay. it when they're giving his bio that he has like extremely high IQ. Okay. So 
But anyway, all right, whatever. Twenty for the win. Uh, Justin, what do you got to promote this week? Guys, I'm going to uh, strongly recommend you check out Justice League and watch it. It's on, Embrace it. It's on HBO. So. And uh, tell us what you think of it because I am very curious to hear what you think of it. I'm very sad about it. Yes. Um, I uh, Outside of that, I don't really have anything else. I've got a couple things in the docket that I'm going to be watching mm-hmm. that I will probably be recommending, mm-hmm. but uh, not yet. Uh, I cannot stress enough uh, Last Chance You. All right. It's a fucking awesome show on netflix uh they have three seasons uh the first two are with one college and the most recent ones with a new college and it follows basically these kids that are going to junior college that come from either d1 schools and they fucked up and they have like this is their last shot to kind of get things around before they can head back and potentially go to the pros and there's just other kids that are really good that just have bad home lives and they're trying to find a way to get through and it's it's a fascinating look at this level of collegiate play as well as academics. And, man, you really get attached to these kids and these stories and what's going on. And, it, and it's, it's so funny because if you're a teacher or a coach or you like football, it's a fascinating look at how to manage these kids because you look at these kids you're like, man, they're fuck-ups, but they're super talented. It's like how do you motivate them and how do you get them back on track? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, these these people want these kids to succeed. Mm-hmm. Boy, they make some dumb decisions, but it's also like they're trying to be awesome at football. And it's, it's, it's a fascinating show. All so right. I highly recommend it. Uh, the newest season just came out last week and I just tore through it. Cool. It's so good. And there's also, uh, if you guys are interested in like some creepy horror films, uh, The Void is also on Netflix. Is that a uh, Netflix original? No. Okay. Uh, it was actually released in theaters. It's it's a weird one, and it's kind of like it reminds me a lot of some uh, John Carpenter, like The Thing. Interesting. If anyone's seen that, as far as like I'm into that, how it goes, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really hold your hand on on like what's going down, but it, it, I watched it. and I was like, thought about it for a couple of days. I'm like, ah, it's, it's it's not bad. Had John Edge. Eh, it was it was creepy. Do you get scared at movies? Not so much anymore. No? I mean that that one was just like creepy. Yeah. And, like fascinating but horror isn't really my jam anymore especially if it's like a slasher film I'm you like, don't eh. jump though ah, generally not i mean i jumped at it uh in one of the sequences because it caught me off guard yeah but, you know I, I enjoy some of that stuff that's creepy okay. or psychological but yeah in general no so last chance you in the void highly recommend oh uh molly's game molly's game yeah it's uh aaron sorkin's directorial debut he wrote and directed it oh does this have Jessica Jessica chastain? chastain exactly idris yeah. elba um yeah. it's a it, i watched it on the plane to sonoma it's really fucking good nice i i enjoyed I it. it's very things. stylistic but um i mean not stylistic but it's uh it's got sorkin's touch on it um yeah, it's got a stink all it's over got it. a stank on it uh but yeah no, it was really it was re- I, I thought it was really good i i thoroughly enjoyed it so yeah. i would say check that movie out that's really cool awesome uh, guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. And as always, if you have a practical question that needs a practical answer, just hashtag AskPracticalDoug, tag myself or Justin in any of our social medias, and you will get a practical answer from Practical Doug. We've had a couple people do this already, and they mm-hmm. have gotten insanely practical answers. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's been really fun. So I appreciate it, and I love trying to figure out the most practical answer to your question. So by all means, hashtag ask, ask practical Doug. And Justin also exists 
digitally. Yes, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, where you can subscribe to us and review us and rate us and do all the things to us that you've always wanted to do to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can also share us around. So write a review, let people know what they can expect. Uh, uh, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and then please do share uh, with your friends if you've got someone who loves the Justice League and they're like these these fuckers they don't know what they're talking about share the episode we want to hear it if you've got people who hate the Justice League these fuckers know exactly what they're talking about share the episode we want to hear about it twoeastaith.com slash mindgap and twoeastaith.com slash the best bar podcast ever is the uh, other podcast to do with Milos and it's about the bar industry every Monday and it is fun nice word so you all have a wonderful week, and next week's a big week, Justin. Yeah. What? Tell me why, Doug. Because you and I are having our third anniversary. <gasps> what? Yeah, three years, baby. Oh my we did God. it! We it! Here's the three more. And we have a very special guest. We're very excited. Very special. And you'll be so excited. And we have, uh, a, we have them on. Bonus episode, we have a bonus episode, a bonus episode. mini episode coming oh, out that guys, week, too. Guys, we have so much to offer you. So put your butts in those seats, put on your headphones, turn up your stereo, put on the record player. Mind Gap Podcast is coming to you because we love you. Mind Gap Podcast.